We are familiar with oil trading and the massive impact it has in determining the price of conventional fuel market. So is there an equivalent space for biofuels trading? I'm Alok Sharma, SVP at Inatech, specialists in energy trading and risk management software. And for the second of our special three-part Smart Trader webcast on biofuels, I'm talking to Luis Nunes, Head of Trading at Rio Energy in Portugal. Prio has an active trading operation, and I want to try and understand how this fits alongside the physical business. So, Lewis, when did you begin trading biofuel? Yes, so so we are we are a small for, from the industry. We are a small company in our uh, comparing with others. So, in two thousand, more or less four uh, four years, five years ago, um, we decided to create this supply and trading division. And um, there is a, a pre-supply, is the proper company that are taking care of these activities. Um, we are not, uh, honestly, we are not trading. Um, our trading is pretty much uh, trying to get uh, uh, opportunities, arbitrage opportunities across the supply chain. So we are not actively buying and selling uh, in that sense. Um, and also is this trading activity is also a way to leverage our own physical assets. So we have a terminal in the north side of Portugal, in Aveiro, um, and uh, leverage on that asset, we are, we, are, we are doing some trading activities uh, and try to capture some, some um, arbitrage, arbitrage opportunities across the supply chain. Sure. Uh, thanks for that. So, as you bring in, as we would, uh, as you bring in more biofeed stock, you know, to to cope with the regulations and you know to sort of do the right thing, um, is that going to change the, the the trading and the risk management approach? In your opinion? Well, for sure, it's going to change. I don't know to, to I don't know the answer where it's going to change, but for sure, it's going to change in the sense that. Uh, as an example, um, four years ago, 7% max would be uh, bios or other things and the rest would be diesel. So the, 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 for, from the hedging perspective, risk management, okay, your risk will be pretty much on the, on the diesel side or the gasoline side. It's quite, it's quite stable the way to do it. So it's not rocket science, honestly. Uh, these days, the complexity is, 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 is increasing uh, big time. So it's more, it's not only 7%. Now in Portugal, for instance, it's, it's, it's 11. And it's going to increase more and more every year. And the thing is, we don't only have one, one or two products like diesel or gasoline. I am, you, you have different kind of uh, sources, like you, have, you can have biodiesel, you can have uh, Fame Zero, Ucomi. Ucomi is pretty much the biodiesel producer using Ucus as a feedstock. You have HBO. You 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 have the, also you need to take in consideration the ethanol, advanced ethanol. So uh, uh, and some of these products there is no clear underlyings or pricing underlyings or even even and of course not not clear futures or or uh, um, future instruments to to cope with that. So we need to, and in our case, we're trying to make the risk risk assessment to make sure. But when we need to hedge, so basically to to, to create some 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 um, trading rules for hedging purposes for this one, 
is not so easy as of today. It's going to change, so we need more more instruments. Uh, however, there is a limitation because, of course, every instrument needs liquidity, and if it is, there is a lot of different options, it's going to be harder to to cope with that. In, indeed, and you know, we can all imagine being a hydrocarbon trader. You know, you're used to established, uh, you know, the established derivative market, and you have your set trading patterns. Now you throw into the mix, you know, sort of uh, vegetable oil futures. It just brings another level of complexity onto risk management, and uh, you know, diversifies the risk, right? Uh, which which one needs to consider? Um, and of course, you made a very good point about liquidity. Um, so there is another side to this, which you know, uh, the government tries to use as a as as an incentive or or a deterrent to change behavior, which is emissions trading and we've seen that you know in the in the US in states like California you know emissions trading rins is an active part of how producers and wholesalers and you know various participants in the fuel oil chain think about their obligation um is that is that a significant part of your thinking as well emissions trading well I think as of today, no, because the, 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 the way in Portugal and in pretty much most of the European countries, the, the, the targets are not taking consideration the emission, emission or carbon, carbon schemes for the, the transport industry. is pretty much is a matter of time, it can change. Um, uh, I see some difficulties behind as an example, in Europe, each country has their own their own set of rules, which, which make it not so easy because in terms of liquidity, as an example, in Portugal, of course, uh, is not, uh, or even any country in Europe alone, is not easy to find liquidity if they have a, uh, uh, a niche set of rules. Um, so I think to be to be possible to have more liquidity in on the on the on the systems. We, need, we would would need to have like a more European um, set of rules across across the, all the countries. Honestly, uh, of course, it, this this also has some some um, negative effects if we would go by that because each country uh, are at different um, levels. Uh, you can go to the north 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 country in Europe that they are already. On the fuels, already more than 20, 30 percent are already from renewable fuels like HVO or others. Or you can go to the to the other countries in the south that are doing less. Even the 10 percent uh, minimum is not completely achieved yet, so uh, it's not going to be easy. Uh, but but I think actually uh, some days ago the, the European Union released some package. Fit for 55, uh, and um, the carbon emissions scheme is 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 coming back to the to the regulation, and then is going to play a more more important role. As of today, no, but in the future, I think yes. As of today, the the focus is more on the sort of incentives, right, through Yukome and through Fame. So, how does that influence your your trading? Because you know you. Obviously, the more, uh, let's say, waste products or used cooking oil that you use 
to produce the biodiesel, the more credits you can get from the from the from the you know from from that operation, and you can trade those credits. So, is it uh, as a as as a trader, does that form a part of your thinking? You know, to say, okay, I'm incentivized to use more feedstock, so I need to you know keep increasing that. Yes. So of course we want to optimize uh, optimize the, the 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 our bottom line and and the no doubt and on the trading perspective. Um, because using wastes that is without any any um, you know using wastes without any incentives wouldn't work because economically on, on the economic point of view is 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 harder to use wastes on the production than visuals. So it's true there is a double counting scheme. Uh, in in most of European countries, so it's not it's not the Portuguese thing on that side. So it's a double counting scheme in pretty, in pretty much all the countries. R Red two renewable European directive two um, is already there. So is this specific double counting for wastes, UCUS, uh, and other other wastes, and um, we are taking that in consideration. That's why we are using more and more uh, UCUS and wastes comparing with other with other vegetables. Is, is is one of part of the, the, the incentives, yeah. So it's clear from Lewis's comments that trading biofuels offer real benefits to support an energy trading business. Amalok Sharma, SVP at Inatech, specialists in energy trading and risk management software. My thanks to my guest today, Luis Nunes, head of trading of Rio Energy in Portugal. Join me again for the third and final part of my focus on biofuels, in which we explore the future of biofuels and compare them against electricity as an energy source, especially for cars. As usual, everything is available on the Knowledge Hub at innertech.com. Thank you for watching.